Hello, everyone. This is Matt, and I'm with Luke, and this is the Hobby Shop Talk podcast, and we're on episode six. Today, we're going to talk magic number one. We're going to talk some PC games. Yeah, we're also going to talk about the two new X-Men comic books. We're going to talk about the He-Man comic book slash Netflix series, which uh, has everyone hating Kevin Smith, apparently. Also, Dungeon and Dragons is invading magic. We, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, too much, actually. I mean, I could have I could have kept going, but, you know, to, so we have lots of different things we're going to talk about. One thing I wanted to, to start out with is maybe uh, people have already noticed now, because we were going to do this about a week ago, is that the logo has changed. And I know we had mentioned that uh, it was something we we're working on. So, Luke, I'll let you describe it or the kind of the process. And could you just describe it, I guess, for those that haven't seen it? It's on Instagram. So if you want to go check it out, go check it out. Also, did we release the super secret hidden logo or is that something for a future release? No, yeah. So I was working on two because obviously two is better than one. So just kind of working on two different concepts. And most people I ask like the, the original one we did, but also the or the one that's out there now. But the, the other one, I'll probably finish that up, too. And then maybe we can have that for our Patreon patrons. They can <laughs> yeah. uh, flex their top fan muscles with T-shirts with that logo or something. Yeah. And it is what people want. Like, you want to have that super cool status, you know, especially when we're a thing, you know. Which right now, you know, the our number one fan is uh, Tyler. So shout out to my brother, Tyler. He said he's l- listened through all of them. So kudos to him. Well, yeah, at least you know, we know somebody's listening, which we did. We, you know, we've actually seen their numbers increasing, which is cool. And maybe they're all related to us. Who knows? But <laughs> either way. Well, so, you know what? I'm going to, I think we had talked about this, uh, that typically, well, actually, we're going to go, we're going to talk magic. So let's talk that before what I was going to talk about. So, you know, I think uh, last time I had asked this question, but this is like a week ago now. So have you played any more magic since we uh, talked last time? Yeah. And just a disclosure to the the listeners, we recorded the same episode last Sunday but me being the producer forgot to tell Matt to record on his end. So I was only picking up super low volumes on my end when recording. So we had to scrap the whole thing. So we might, uh, we might forget some stuff. What I was going to mention is I was trying to, you know, get some of these uh, cards to open for this, but uh, you know, they're tough to come by. This is really tough to find uh, products out there. Still. I would went to a Walmart hoping to get some uh, packs to open for this and the whole entire shelves. Just uh, all the magic, all the Pokemon, everything were completely gone. Yeah, like I know it started that started with like, I think it was Time Spiral a few, that might have been a few months ago, but then Modern Horizons 2 was hard to get. Strixhaven, I think, was even out for a little bit, but it seems to be coming back because I was, I bought a few packs at the game shop actually on Friday. So yeah, I was there playing some more Commander, which I always do on usually every other Friday, so... But I did buy some packs and I got the Book of Exalted Deeds, which is three planes. It's a legendary artifact. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if you gain three or more life this turn, you can create a 3-3 white angel creature token with flying. So, you know, obviously that's right up my alley. And you can also tap it and pay three planes and then you exile it. And then you put an enlightened counter on a target angel. It gains you can't lose the game and your opponents can't win the game. And it says activate as a sorcery. And that sounds much more up your alley when I would have pictured you playing once you started, you know, reading through that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we also, you know, I think uh, we've talked about this before. I think we just lump in here just all things magic. So uh, I know you had, Luke, uh, one thing to mention about a, a MMORPG magic game that I was actually excited for. Oh, yeah. And see, I forgot that we talked about that last time, too, when we messed it up but yeah anyways so the it was kind of long awaited you know an open open world massive online playing you know player what are they called mmorpgs <laughs> mmorpg yeah because we are online role playing there you go see when we brought this up because matt said i should check it out i was like yeah i don't know just because i never really got into those anyways it doesn't matter now because it's gonna be they're stopping all support on it october 31st of this year so that lasted about I don't know, six or seven months. And yeah, I never got a chance to play it, which I was, you know, maybe going to at least give it a try. But now obviously it doesn't matter. Although I think everything is free. So if you want to go play it for two months, go check it out. Oh, yeah, that would be something to do. Because I was I was curious. I thought well, I remember, you know, seeing pictures of it and 
I got kind of excited just to play a maybe a good magic game. I know we I think we had talked about this, you know, we had played a magic games going way back when. I think you were trying to think of the name of it on yeah, like it, PlayStation One. Yeah, it was PlayStation One. It was called Battle Mage. And you Yeah, I don't remember if you what kind of character you were, but I just remember like Pegasus is flying around with you and dragons and I don't remember exactly how it worked, but that'd be fun to get a blast from the past and play that again. Yeah, yeah. I, we uh it's, it's funny because again you know we talk about our history i'm sure we played this i'm sure way back when because i had well, you had it yeah i think i i still have my playstation one you know that i had way back when so uh, yeah that'd be fun to get that out again and play it and just see how it see how it holds up they, well, they never do that that's the only bad thing though you don't know if you want yeah. to ruin that memory well do you remember when you got your playstation like the night you got it because i was at your house and it was like three days before christmas Right when the PlayStation came out and you got Twisted Metal and then Resident Evil. No, yeah. Because we played both those games like all night. Like this is totally off topic, but that's just one of my memories from way back when. Because I never, we never had any consoles growing up. We didn't have any computers. We had like five channels on the TV. And so <laughs> anyways, when you got your PlayStation, that was uh, pretty epic. We had staying up, drinking all our Mountain Dews. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> but yeah, that would uh, that would be fun to go back and play that. But so now, yeah, so we want to top it. But that, either way, Magic Legends was you know looked cool. It sucks that it's uh, you know not going to be around. And uh, since then too, uh, you know, I actually so anything else first before I do this again. Anything else Magic that you wanted to talk about before we go into Magic slash comic books? No, my my uh, Rafik of the many deck got got its butt kicked again so i had to go back to one of my old uh equipment decks i think the same when i played you you know like a month ago and all these uh equipment and all these things like this uh you always lose your cards though because i just saw it again i have one of your cards still from the last time i played that deck when you always exile my creatures and uh yeah i still have one of your cards oh here, well i still have your whole lot uh, goblin deck in my bag too because we were gonna play last time i was at your place and yeah i still have it so anyways what i want to talk about is i can't give too much away because Luke hasn't read this yet, but I'm going to give just a little preview. This is going into to magic and so, or to magic, to comics, but also crosses over. So we'll start here. So I was able to pick up the first, I think, five issues of magic. Luke was not. What Luke issues do you have uh, there, Luke? Uh, there was only issue four at the, at Granite City Comics when I went. Oh. But did you get your pull list though? Uh, I do not have a pull list, so that's oh, gonna, oh, <laughs> that's yeah, gonna, uh, yeah, out me as a, as a noob to the comic book world, so. <laughs> so I, I mentioned this because I actually called Luke right after I left uh, Granite City Comics. It's our, one of our, uh, local shops here. I've been going there a long time, and that's where I have my comics and my pull list, and I had a whole big stack, uh, that I think I sent a picture to for Luke to put on Instagram, but. It's on Instagram, uh, yep. Yep, so I was actually, you know, I brought up, you know, this is our podcast, and I was trying to, I knew Luke had been there, because he had uh, mentioned that he had picked up some comics, but he wasn't able to get all the magic, and uh, I mentioned that to, to the guys there at Grand City, and they're, they're like, oh, yeah, he, uh, he just, uh, said if he would have had a pull list, he would have had it, <laughs> I, just, I just laughed, I'm like, yeah, I know, exactly, and it was just a, it was a nice little dig that I, I really uh, appreciated and had to bring up here before Getting I got Getting burnt into by the nerds, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> but... So just a quick overview. You know, it's really cool. You, you know, you're gonna see Ravnica. That's cool seeing it all. You know, in in awesome art on the page. And you're gonna meet some of the planeswalkers that are gonna be, you know, part of the story. Uh, we have Kaya, the Ghost Assassin, Ral Zurak, the Stormheart, Vraska, the Queen of the Downtrodden, and then we meet others who I won't mention because I don't, I don't know if it was, you know, mentioned right away. And then you know, for me, it just uh, made me excited uh, just to first of all read more, but also, you know, I haven't read the books in forever, so it's cool seeing some of the story. It just makes it when you play, you feel much more a part of it. And uh, as mentioning, so I, you know, I don't, you know, I know I can picture these characters, but I don't know much more about them. So like the uh, Ralzarak, uh, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, I he, think so. He's the red, red, blue planeswalker. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, reading him and just, you know, being able to like see a personality behind it, you know, it makes me want to just play him in a deck just because it's, you know, it's cool. So, I mean, we'll see going forward. I stopped at issue one, even though I do have one to five until Luke's uh, ready. But, uh, so I thought that was cool. And uh, so, yeah, very colorful. The art's awesome. Uh, for some reason, somebody's trying to assassinate these planeswalkers and we're going to 
figure out why. That's magic, number one. And we'll talk more about those. Oh, I did forget. I wanted to mention right away. That's kind of cool for number one, if and when Luke gets it. You get a hidden Planeswalker cover. So uh, mine was Liliana. I think we that would have been in a picture, I think, at some point on Instagram. Otherwise, we'll we'll put it up there. But so I have Liliana as the hidden Planeswalker. And I was mentioning to, to Luke, I think, in our last attempt that uh, just makes me want to go out and get more so I can have the whole collection and put them up. So yeah, that was magic. And we will do a full uh, one to five and maybe get a little bit more in depth once Luke has read them too. Uh, you know, well, that's one thing I'm going to mention as we get into comic books again, just uh, as we're you know going forward. So, you know, if something's newish, you know, we're just going to do kind of a, a preview or not a preview, just a brief overview. We won't get into spoilers, but on some when they're older, I think, you know, I don't think they're spoilers at this point. So uh, with that, uh, Luke, what's the first one you read or first one you want to talk about? Well, so when I was in there, apparently before I was getting made fun of for not having a pull list, <laughs> I picked up X-Men Planet Size number one, as well as the new rebooted X-Men, which I didn't know at the time, but they uh, they kind of coincide with their storyline. So which uh, the gentleman at the comic book store at Granite City Comics, he actually let me know like oh you should pick this one up too so x-men planet size in the first issue they kind of show magneto gathering all like all the omega level x uh mutants so you know like the super powerful ones like storm Iceman's in there there's a guy named vulcan who i wasn't too familiar with magneto he's gathering all these mutants so he can terraform mars the the mutants they just want to get away from all the chaos and whatever earth and they're like yeah we don't need earth anymore one of the mutants vulcan they use him to like tear open mars so magneto can throw a bunch of iron in there to protect from radiation and stabilize the planet which you know it's it's all pretty crazy it's a lot of like science jargon and mumbo jumbo but yeah it was pretty good i liked it and then that so one sounds interesting to me though as i just mentioned because you know i always mention there's I, don't, I like, again, the X-Men movies, but the comics, I mean, that sounds interesting. It sounds different. And the other thing, I don't know, just to be honest, the whole time you were talking there after a minute when you started talking about terraforming Mars, for some reason, I just had the Jeffrey Bezos little tune going on in my head. And, you know, did you, I, now I'm just going to totally throw our whole thing off. Did you watch when he, when the, uh, you know. I, I just saw him like taking off and then when they they split from that ship and then you know yeah. they were like two minutes into space or whatever just to say they went into space I guess I don't know yeah it was just it was cool to actually watch I you know I knew it was happening I had no clue they were just talking about it on the radio so I flipped it over and uh or I guess on the computer turned it on it was actually kind of cool just watching you know they were describing what they would be you know feeling at that you know, level or that height. And also they have the speed and it's getting up into the hundreds and the thousands. Like, wow, that was just a, a, a I guess, you know, I'm glad being down here. But anyways, that just, I had that uh, Jeffrey Bezos little tune uh, in my head as you were talking. So, okay, back to X-Men. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, X-Men, Planet Size 1, you know, great first issue. I'm excited for the next few, which are out now. They were out uh, a few days ago. So, all right. So then in the reboot of X-Men, it's Cyclops, Jean Grey, Sunfire, Sink, Wolverine, who's now a woman, because you know it's the the whole X twenty three thing. Issue number one, the first few pages are of the X Men in their new headquarters, and oddly enough, it's in a tree fort, which is kind of cool, because it's in kind of in the middle of New York City, so kind of where Central Park would be. It's uh, they have this ginormous tree fort looking thing with you know different levels, different. Uh, is it high tech? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like different orbs people can live in. In that same few, you know, those first pages, it's Ben Urich. He's kind of questioning Cyclops, like what they're doing there. And then he starts questioning Cyclops about different mutants that have, you know, he's seen dead, this Ben Urich guy. But then now they're, you know, not dead. So they brought back to life somehow. So he's just curious. Oh, what are the X-Men up to? Is it for good or bad? And, you know, the X-Men are nothing but, you know, classy mutants, obviously, because that's what the X-Men are. So, but obviously Ben, Ben doesn't trust him. You can kind of tell by, you know, just the way he's interacting with Cyclops. And I think we kind of talked about this before. So, uh, you know, uh, again, it it throws me off because we did, as we mentioned, we kind of recorded once, but you know, these are some older X-Men comics, correct? So, you you know, I, you know, I'd be curious, is there a X-Men run or is there, 
Yeah, that'd be something for us to test here too, is to have you get on whatever is the most recent run of one of these comics and actually, you know. These are the most recent, like these are just brand new. These are 2021. Oh, these are, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, because so. I remember you mentioning reading some different, uh, some older um, X-Men as well. Well, a while back I was, I found the X-Men versus the Avengers. I found like two through 10. So I need to find <laughs> number missing. one and they were at the thrift <laughs> shop. So they were super cheap, but I could, you know, I was scouring through all the comic books and couldn't find number one. I was, I was a little annoyed. So I got to get that. And then I'll, that'll probably be one of my, uh, one of my next series to read. Cause I heard it's good. And obviously, you know, hopefully here coming up in the cinematic Marvel cinematic universe, hopefully that we get the X-Men versus the Avengers. Who are you pulling for? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. I was, I was always, you know, a huge fan of the X-Men movies growing up. Obviously they kind of went downhill once, uh, like after the third, after the last stand. Cause then, uh, you know, the whole Deadpool thing where they just in uh Wolverine origins and that movie where they had Deadpool being like a weird, just like he had like Cyclops is a bit, it was just, yeah. Anyways, terrible. Luckily Ryan Reynolds came, you know, rebooted Deadpool in the, in the cinematic universe. Save the day. Anyways, we were awesome at sidetracking, but back to issue one of the X-Men, you know, reboot. So they're in New York city. Everything's going fine. They're kind of, they're just finishing up their new headquarters, the Treehouse. I don't remember if it was uh Jean Grey kind of senses like, oh, there's danger. And Rogue is already there fighting this huge alien looking thing. They get beat up pretty good by it for a little bit. But then Sync, who, you know, can like, you know, sync with different uh, mutants, is syncing with Forge at the time, who's like great inventor, can pretty much invent whatever he kind of thinks of. So he starts building this. I think it's kind of they someone dubbed it the X-Mech. So it's like this big. Power Rangers Voltron thing and it's fighting this alien and this alien apparently is attacking only mammals so everyone instantly in the radius gets a headache a searing migraine they end up defeating it and then it cuts to this is where it gets even crazier so Wolverine ends up killing it they shoot her inside the thing and she cuts it up just classic Wolverine style and then it cuts to this place called Game World where it's you know it's out in the universe somewhere different planet but so two days here would be a month there. So people go there and just, you know, it's kind of like Las Vegas planet. Everyone's gambling. Everyone's having a good time. And this guy, I think his name was uh, Cordyceps Jones. He sent this alien to Earth pretty much gamble to see if he could destroy. So I got to back up a little bit. <laughs> so what the people on this planet want to do is to, you know, destroy all the Earthlings on Earth. But keep earth intact so pretty much you know just wipe out mankind and earthlings they call them they're like it'd be such a good neighborhood if the earthlings weren't there so anyways this cordyceps jones sent this alien here and i'm getting beat so then they cut to this screen where they're all around a gambling table you think you know like blackjack or whatever they then they cut to the next scene and a bunch of people are hooting and hollering because they're happy they want obviously someone like you know a cordyceps jones lost the bet but so yeah that's where you realize like there's essentially three villains there's dr stasis who is like trying to create pretty much the a third species of humans so it goes humans and then the x-men kind of evolved the next step in evolution so dr stasis is trying to do the third evolution of humans whatever that is you know step above mutants so even more mutanty is that the that's the that's the <laughs> scientific mutants. term and then they show a lot of this uh you know cordyceps jones character who lost when he sent that alien to try and destroy all the humans, but keep Earth intact so they could essentially use it. And then the third one is this child prodigy who is now an adult, Kelvin Henge, who wants to terraform Mars. But, you know, on X-Men Planet Size 1, the mutants just did it. So now he has this vendetta against mutants. Anyways, that is those, the first two, the X-Men Planet Size 1 and X-Men number one. You know, I think you, you need to do is get one of those, uh, like the boards and you put the little pins and you have, uh, like strings connecting so you can keep track of who everybody is. Well, there's the, there. the classic meme with Charlie Day from, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's smoking <laughs> a cigarette and like, try like explaining. Yeah. So I forget what episode it is, but, uh, that is a great show. If you haven't seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to just mention, uh, just a quick refresher. Cause I was able to. Last time before we recorded, I was 
in the all my stuff was kind of lost in my store, you know, getting things set up. So I had wanted to read issue uh, two of Geiger. So you know, I did re- read issue one again. If you remember, just uh, quickly, it's, uh, it's some guys first are talking about the myth of Geiger, and he's a, a man who was caught outdoors during a nuclear explosion, and for whatever reason, he survived, but he has these powers, and he's able to be outside uh, when others can't. Other people have to be wearing some sort of suit, and he's able to uh, to just be out there. And he also like glows, so they give him different uh, names, but uh, really, his name is Treat uh, Geiger, and uh, at the beginning, you see him, uh, and this is again back to the first issue, is that uh, uh, something was going on and, you know, you could see bad things were happening and all of a sudden there's going to be this explosion and he got his family into a bunker and some people are going to try and take it and he got stuck outside. So anyways, now it's like 20 years later, we see him and you see all the days crossed off on the wall behind him. He's got his uh, two-headed dog that's with him and uh, he's uh, he's trying to keep people away from his family. Uh, you know, keep them safe. So he's like building pretty much this uh, big thing out of like vehicles and all this stuff around their bunker to keep them even more uh, safe. And then at the end of that, we see a sign that says, welcome to fabulous Las Vegas. And we see this, there's this like young king, remind me of uh, uh, Game of Thrones. It was like this young punk kid king. And he's, uh, you know, so the people are reporting about Geiger and they, you know, he says, well, I'm going to go get him and they, uh, they're like, I don't know if you want to do that, but he thinks he's going to go out and make his name by finding Geiger. So, uh, but it's cool. We see Welcome to Fabulous Vegas. So I was able to read issue two. And, <clears throat> and this is kind of cool because, I, I mean, I was like, when you get some backstory, actually in one as well, I'll, I'll mention, uh, as I mentioned, backstory. I like when they at the end of these comics, at the end of one, they actually had a map of uh, Vegas and you're going to see, you know, all the different, uh, the different, buildings are um oh i guess they're run by different people so um there's uh the king who i mentioned and then throughout each issue i think we're going to be meeting some of the other people that are part of this and uh and they're all like vying for control so the beginning of two uh we get to learn more about Tariq geiger and kind of what's happening i think he had it looks like he had cancer or something that may have something had caused where he was able to survive um and uh, become the glowing man. And there's some sweet pictures of him when he's the glowing man in these comics. But um, in two, we get to see some of Vegas. It's actually Camelot. Uh, as we have some people showing up there, they had got this artifact apparently that uh, that the person in charge of Camelot was looking for, the king. Um, but uh, yeah, then we get to see uh, the king and wants to make a name for himself. He uh, so when he does that, we get to see in the next issue the kind of the results of that, where uh, what happened to him on his famous hunt. And again, I don't want to say too much in these, but you're going to see the results of going out and looking for Geiger and what happened to him. Uh, and then at the end of this one, we also get to meet another one of the leaders of the group. But another cool thing, again, is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool of those issues. You see some backstory. You get to meet, see kind of the area, which is Vegas, and meet another uh, another one of the, kind of the characters that is a part of this whole thing. But uh, the cool part, again, is at the end, you could actually see some like medical charts about uh, this guy and, again, some more of the backstory. So Geiger seems cool. He's like a superhero. He's trying to, he wants to save his family. And he's got uh, lots of people kind of coming after him now, it seems. So that was Geiger. And the other one I'm just going to mention quickly because, uh, again, this is another one I wanted to do last time was we only find them when they're dead. I was able to just read the first one. This is a, it's just crazy when you look at comics, just the differences in art, you know, in all these different comics. And uh, in this one, there's these gods and uh, it's, they, we only find them when they're dead. So these, uh, they're in these ships and they go out and they mine resources on these old, uh, apparently dead gods up in space. And they go and they like get sections and they actually have to like cut, like the eyes are one of the things that people want or certain sections of the body on these, these big dead giants have different resources and uh so we get to meet some of this crew that's uh mining for them you see some of their backstory and then uh the kind of the whole thing is is that uh you know kind of ends the first issue i mean it's not too much of a surprise i think uh, you know kind of the whole thing for this is is these are going to be the first people that find one of these uh these giant uh gods alive you know, so what's that going to mean and what happens? So 
That's kind of cool. That's uh, we only find them when they're dead. Number one. Those are two that I wanted to catch up on. Uh, anything else you read besides uh, besides the, those two X Men, Luke? Yeah, I, I did uh, some. T- so I got two other ones. I got He Man Revelations number one because I was, I'm, you know, I was pretty pumped for the Netflix series. Which I don't know if you've you've heard about it or read anything about it, but uh, man, people are hating this new He Man series on Netflix. And uh, so Kevin Smith is was the writer for this, and he was also writer on the comic book, I believe. Yeah. After, you know, I found this out, I just went and watched a couple of YouTube, you know, channels of people talking about, and man, they were pissed because apparently these fanboys are like all upset because I don't know if I should do too big of a spoiler because this is still super new. So maybe, maybe next episode we'll talk about it more. But uh, yeah, people didn't like what uh, Kevin Smith did to He-Man and Masters of the Universe, but. So I'm kind of curious, is it, uh, so did they like the comic, but not the Netflix adaption or not? Neither. <laughs> well, so what this, what the comic book is, is kind of like uh, an arc between the old filmation animated series from the 80s. You know, I think it was like 83 to 85 it ran. And then I think there was going to be four issues of the comic book to kind of, you know, arc it to the new Netflix series. So I haven't heard much about the comic book. I actually read it and I was very confused because essentially a psychic like monster comes and he man has to fight it off and his sword like takes care of it and then they're like oh that's not the first time though it's called an orlax that's not the first time the orlax felt that blade so then he like travels back in time to watch king grayskull battling or like teaching his son how to use a sword and then he sees his dad teaching him how to use a sword and yeah i got kind of confused to be honest, so I probably won't read the rest of the comic, you know, that it, those issues. I think there was four. But anyways, I watched all, I think there was five episodes of the new uh, Netflix series. And I will say it was pretty good. They, it's, it's quite a, you know, story change from, you know, the original one, but which doesn't mean it's bad. But that's what everyone, you know, is saying, like, oh, it sucks. You can't, you know, do that. And it's like, well, what do you want? The same you know, series from the eighties is like, just redo it yeah. again. Well, I guess just, you know, why would you do that? So Kevin Smith was actually, you know, he's really creative. And the, the last scene in, uh, or the last episode, last scene it, you know, something crazy happens. So I'm, I'm now I'm pumped for the next, the next part. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's like, uh, it's, you know, it's like Spider-Man. It's like, how many times can we watch, you know, how he became Spider-Man and, yeah. like, you know, the whole, the whole same thing with, you know, Mary Jane and the, the whole, it's like you only can watch that so many times. You got to come up with something new. That's like why the X Men. You know, what, yep, like same with X Men. They're doing something different. Which side yeah, note so. too? Again, have you seen the new the animated Spider Man? No. Oh, it's awesome. My son watched. You know, he went on a binge of. You know, he'd watch it every night before bed. You know, for about a year ago. But uh, yeah, it's really good. You should watch it with. Uh, I think your sons would appreciate it too. Yeah, we got man. We have so much. Yep, I have a couple more I was actually going to mention here that were things we're going to watch. But before, did you have, you have one more you said? Yeah, so I, I also, as I, when I was at Granite City Comics, I saw Bounty Hunters number one. And I was like, well, heck yeah, I got to read that Star Wars and, you know, Boba Fett's on the front. So, and this one was, you know, it takes place in between, you know, episode, uh, episode five and six. You know, when you remember when Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite, it takes place right after that because someone steals the frozen Han Solo from Boba Fett and then he's like oh someone's gonna die you know someone stole his his uh bounty so he's but uh something you know crazy happens in the last few scenes so I won't ruin it because it just came out I don't want to spoil it quite yet but uh it's definitely worth checking out (laughs) (laughs) all right and so the one next I'm going to talk about uh, just kind of carry on I had you know I started talking about uh Batman you know, the last time was issue two. Then with uh, we see Hugo Strange with somebody, you know, talking to somebody, asking him some questions. If you know Hugo Strange, it's never good, at least as far as it's concerned for Gotham City when he's around. And then Amanda Waller, who's kind of part of the whole Suicide Squad, or the leader, you know, uh, being congratulated for saving Gotham. And, you know, that's kind of weird. Why would you be congratulated when you have Hugo Strange here? So, you know, it's like, what the heck does that mean? So issue three is, you know, where I was actually able to read all the way three through six. So issue three, we get a 
And again, this was Gotham and Gotham Girl. I mentioned that as well. I mentioned that I think last time we met Gotham and Gotham Girl. And uh, so issue three, we get to kind of learn about, you know, or why they became Gotham and Gotham Girl. And uh, kind of started with having, uh, they were in a very similar situation, it looks like, to, to Batman with his parents. And Batman ended up saving the day. And, uh, you know, so ever since then, uh, he had told the, the who becomes Gotham, he said everyone gets the chance to be brave. And so uh, then they just became obsessed with, uh, you know, doing the same thing and being able to help Gotham. So they're training, you know, they're doing any, they're volunteering and doing anything they can do to help people. and then. Uh, they end up overseas and they're helping people over there. And uh, then they call their parents. So they must be rich. And they say, we need some money. And they don't even ask why or say anything. And all of a sudden, next thing they know, when they come back, uh, they're, they're superheroes. Um, so then we're back to current time. And again, they're trying to help. There's been all these explosions and these issues, these first few. And uh, this time, a, a bridge, uh, there's an explosion. And uh, Gotham's trying to you know do everything he can to hold it up because he's, I mean, he's got super you know, Superman-like strength, and then, uh, but he's having issues, and uh, all of a sudden, we have Batman come, you know, and they end up saving the day. Well, they think, you know, they're sitting there, and uh, uh, all of a sudden, there's another explosion. So Gotham and Gotham Girl, they go take off and, uh, you know, go to that explosion. Then we get to see Hugo Strange, is who they run into in this uh, fiery building, along with Psycho Pirate, who, you know, there's so many of these awesome uh, different uh, villains in Gotham and Psycho Pirates. Not you know one I'm really familiar with, but we get to you know learn more about him and his kind of powers, and he's able to kind of uh, almost like manipulate people and their their feelings and things. And Hugo Strange, I think, is supposed to be kind of controlling him. But uh, <clears throat> and then we go to issue four. It's a just a bloody scene where there's these 27 dead uh, soldiers, and uh, we see. We'll find out is Gotham girl uh, just in the middle of all this carnage and just saying, I'm scared. I'm very scared. And um, then we have uh, Gotham trying to again, save the day. And then there's another explosion. And again, they say the monster men are coming. If you remember back, it was the, the monster men. And uh, one of the things I like, uh, I think I mentioned this, but I, I love Alfred. He's just, he always throws in the best humor when you're in these you know dark issues sometimes. And so we have Gotham girl just screaming and covering her ears and, uh, you know, he asks, he says, coffee, and she screams, she says, no, 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 and then he just has this little one-liner, perhaps tea then, <laughs> it's just, he always throws in the best, uh, best humor, you know, well, in, in these comics, but uh, the rest of that one, again, we get, uh, we get to learn more about uh, Psycho Pirate and Hugo Strange, apparently they were supposed to fix the problem, be able to control people, um, but actually they start uh, taking control of uh, Gotham and uh, with his superhuman, you know, powers, that's not a, a good combination. He said, if you can't save the, you know, the city, why not destroy it? So, uh, you know, that starts leading into issue five, which uh, this is just an awesome opening sequence in this one. We have Gotham destroying the city and Batman is, you know, he only can do so much. So he actually reaches out to Al uh, Alfred and he's like, you know, you got to try and slow him down. So then we see Alfred and he's getting into the bat suit and getting into the Batmobile and uh you know he's talking the whole time he's you know just saying uh just pretty much how he's it was gonna be such a chore and how great it was gonna be um this is when uh what's his name uh batman's dad i can't think of his name but you know saying how just good of a boy he is and how great it's gonna be watching him and how awesome and as he's uh the speed limit's going up 87 105 147 196 he's about to slam into gotham with the batmobile and uh, to try and stop him. And, uh, you know, even from there, that doesn't stop him. So, you know, the next thing, he uh, he has his cool, his awesome gadgets. You know, he's always got his gadgets. So he throws these bat, I don't know, batarangs, I don't know if that's what they call them, into him. And, you know, he's trying to get him to stop. And, you know, you know he thinks he's, you know, he, you know, it's just, ooh, you hit me with a few batarangs, you know. Well, then Batman's got a, a detonator and explodes. And still, you know, they're not able to stop him. And, you know, he's trying to reason with them. Next thing, he he uh, does, he shoots these uh, things up and he's uh, pulling or he's somehow controlling uh, the, the bat plane. And he actually takes the, the bat plane and slams it into to Gotham, you know, and still like nothing can stop him. So they're trying to like reason with Gotham girl, you know, being, you know, how can we stop him? Um, at the same time, we have uh, 
the the whole Justice League with uh, Superman and Flash and Superwoman and you know the whole crew uh, show up to try and help stop him, and all of a sudden he starts fighting back and punches Superman. And well, what they find out is that these strengths they have, that uh, these powers, they're actually they're as strong as they as they need to be. So you know it. it if they're fighting someone that's you know weaker, you know they don't obviously need that power. But if they're fighting someone stronger, they'll they'll get up to be just as powerful as they need to be. So they're you know almost uh, unstoppable. They're almost unstoppable. And uh, so uh, towards the end of this one, then we also find out that uh, well, first of all, Gotham Girl comes and helps, and then uh, it looks like uh, Gotham might be. Might be gone, might be dead, man. So that leads into issue six, um, where uh, the, the Gotham and got well, Gotham girl is still someone under the control of Psycho Pirate, and she's like just going, she's saving people, and she's talking to her, I think, dead brother, brother, but she's fighting crime, and she's just what they learned is as they fight, they actually lose a little bit of themselves, their lives, you know. So she's. When she's doing this, she's really killing herself as she keeps, you know, fighting and having to use more of this power and this resources. They're actually killing themselves. Um, you know, and she's talking to her dead brother while she's doing it the whole time as well. And uh, uh, I think I mentioned this last time, and I, I didn't even look it up yet. But you know, so we see her. She's, uh, you know, she's going. She's fighting all these people. She's uh, stopping them. We get to see some funny different uh, villains she stopped, including. My favorite was uh, Kite Man. Hell yeah. So, never heard of Kite Man, but uh, yeah, we got Kite Man. Hell yeah. So, does, so he, does he fly kites into people to like slow them down or a minor inconvenience? <laughs> so, they show him here. He's flying on a Saturday evening, nice in Gotham, and he slams into this like uh, this really posh place and he grabs uh, this woman's jewelry and when he slams in, he says, Kite Man, and then he jumps back out, and he, he says, Kite Man, hell yeah. So he's a villain. And he's flying away. And then Gotham Girl pretty much just clotheslines him, and, you know, and uh, Batman's just trying to reason with her the whole time, and kind of what ends up doing it is, you know, just, uh, you know, she pretty much lost everyone. She lost her brother, her family at one point was, I think, lost, maybe, but um, anyways, he came, you know, and said, told her what happened to him, and you know, he actually took his mask off and uh, showed himself. And uh, then Batman ends up going to talk to Amanda Waller because they're like, you know, we got to, you know, pretty much now know, understanding this, um, that they need to ask her how to stop this or, you know, to, to stop them. Well, somehow, I, again, I, uh, I think I mentioned this last time, actually. Um, there was a trade made in the DC universe in this comic because all of a sudden Hugo Strange trades the psycho pirate to Bane. <laughs> so they Bane has him. And then they're like, you know, how to stop him? Said this is Amanda Waller. She said, you have to invade a powerful sovereign country, break into the most secure, depraved prison in the history of man, and then somehow pry a lunatic out of the hands of a monster. <laughs> and then says it's suicide. So I don't know if that means, uh, you know, the Suicide Squad or some of them are going to be all of a sudden helping. But uh, this is the next, the Night of the Monster Men. And this is one thing, a couple things that had, I had noted after all these issues of Batman. So first of all, the thing that caught me is I, I think I had asked Luke this off, uh, off air maybe. But, you know, there was an awesome picture of Gotham Girl flying over Gotham in issue six here. And... Uh, you know, but you just see all the color. But then what made me think of, you see this awesome city, but, you know, Gotham, it's so gritty. And it's just, I was like, is there any other, you know, universe like that out there? And I guess, I think we, we had talked about this. Not like, you know, New York City, that's, that's tough. But like a, you know, a fictional universe like like Gotham, is there something that can compare that has there's as much of a character in this, you know, these comics as Gotham? Yeah, the only one I could think of would be what is Superman's Metropolis? Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the same. But yeah, I suppose with Marvel, it's always you know like a a, a real you know it's New York City for Spider Man and the X Men now. So maybe they're just getting lazy. Marvel is, and they need to actually come up with their own like their own their own cities like <laughs> Gotham or Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's just got me thinking. The other. 
the other thing I had, uh, you know, so I'm I'm so used to again. We talked about this in the very first issue, Milk Toast. You know, all of a sudden here I am reading Batman after calling you Milk Toast, which I guess Batman would probably be lumped into the same thing as X Men and all the other kind of mainstream. But yeah, uh, so I'm not used to it because I don't read many except for now. I do enjoy uh, the kind of the Batman universe. But it's just so different reading these, and all of a sudden there's just these uh, Snickers ads in the middle of the comic I'm reading, and they're actually, you know, kind of funny, but they're like three-page Snickers ads right in the middle, you know, because, you know, the bad guy's getting cranky, so they're like, here, man, you need a Snickers. Does it seem, it looks like you're still reading, it must seem like you're still reading the comic, and then all of a sudden, is is. that Doomsday eating eating, uh, Snickers? Yeah, because he's kind of cranky, so that makes him better. Well, there you so, go. That's all you have to defeat the <laughs> defeat the evil guys is give them some Snickers. Shout out to yeah, our so sponsor, I, Snickers. Just kidding, we're not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get sued. No, we're going to get sued. No, it's a, that's just so funny. That just throws me off sometimes. I'm reading. All of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell? I'm in the middle of reading, and all of a sudden, I'm, oh, that's a damn Snickers commercial. But uh, that's one. And then the other is kind of what you were mentioning with X-Men because now I'm going into uh, the Night of the Monster Men. So I'm going into issue seven next. And then it's over here somewhere in my in my office here. But issue eight, I noticed, was like part four of Monster Men. So there's three parts to this that I have to go find, which I found, never, you know, the next one is in Nightwing. So it's like I have to go and hunt to get the next few before I really can even move on to the eighth issue of Batman. That's where they get you. But the also thing, this is what gets me a lot of times, is I might not go find those and I might not read the next issues because I I am a completionist. So I need to read those issues, but you're making me go work. And I'm busy, man, so... That just throws me off. So we'll see if I read issue seven and eight next time because I apparently have to go on a treasure hunt to find the other issues to to read the other parts. So, so that was all the comic books, but I'm just going to finish uh, on a reading topic. I wanted to mention I actually did start reading, and this kind of goes back to what I was just talking about, my OCD, my completionism. completionism is that the, the thing? But um, so I have to always go, if I start reading something and I stop, I can't just pick it back up. I have to read, I have to start at the very beginning again and start all over and keep going. And if not, I will do it over and over again. So this is the third time now, I think I've started this Warhammer book and this is uh, Night Lords, the Omnibus. So I'll just do it just, it's a very short blurb here, but so this is in the Warhammer universe. And so I just start. I mean, I've, I've read the first like 100 pages of this, I bet four times, but I keep stopping and it's now rereading it again. And it's just, it, the, the, it has the coolest, most gritty just writing in this book. So I could read it over and over. But so this one is uh, again, Night Lords, the Omnibus. It's uh, driven by their hatred of the false emperor. The Night Lords stalk the shadows of the galaxy, eternally seeking re- revenge for the death of their Primarch. Guided by the visions of the prophet Talos, a war band from the Sinister Legion struggles to survive in a constant war against the forces of the Imperium. But when they come into conflict with fellow renegades and are hunted by the elder of the craft world, Ulthway, the Night Lords find themselves returning to the scene of their greatest defeat and are drawn into a battle they cannot possibly win. But so this whole Warhammer universe, it's just, I mean, it's just war. It's just constant war. And these these guys are just these, you know, gin enhanced, you know, they have uh, at the beginning of this one, they're, you know, telling about how they become these chaos lords. And then, you know, this this boy kills, kills another boy. And pretty much they're like, you know, good job, you know, son. But then from there he's taken and he's, uh, you know, on this table and, you know, they're, they're putting, uh, they're putting like two other hearts into them and they they do different things and they're attaching these different things. So and uh, they're putting these chemicals that can pump into their body just to make them just complete, you know, pretty much killing machines. Um, and it's just very, very descriptive and graphic. And it's just making me very excited uh, to keep reading that, to uh, paint the Chaos Space Marines, which is, you know, who this is kind of based around, uh, miniatures. And uh, also Warhammer, the streaming service is coming. Everything has its own streaming service, but it just sounds awesome. And so, anyways, that's all for reading. But the, the the last thing I was going to mention, because uh, 
kind of goes into this, but you know, we're actually going to be going to a uh, kind of a con. I think I'm going to be going for sure next weekend here in Minnesota. It's called One Crazy Summer Con. So it says local artists and creators, local comic book vendors, Saturday, July 31st, uh, down in Moundsview, Minnesota. So we're going to go check it out. I think I'm going with my kids after I go to WWE SmackDown on Friday night, uh, since I'll be in the area anyways. So yeah, that's one thing, uh, you know, especially with the whole, uh, pandemic all the cons were uh, canceled not that like my me myself i wasn't a big uh comic con go or anything but i think it'll be fun to go to one so hopefully it works out that i'll be able to go next saturday yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna go to that and then this one is actually just uh kind of raising money for their next con so that's kind of cool which comes in october and along with that i think is the uh the minneapolis comic con is in october plus there's a I know an anime con, so I think I'm actually going to look to go into both those now that, you know, it'll help with being able to have the store. I think I'm sure there's going to be deals and things like that as well from these different vendors. So yeah, I'll definitely be checking those out. So, all right, that was all our reading topics. So now we're going to go on to just some random topics. And I mentioned this. I'll just kind of go through. Uh, I played a few different PC games. So, uh, you know, I think I've mentioned a couple of them in previous episodes, not too in-depth. Uh, and finally kind of digging myself out, you know, from opening the store to uh, having a little bit more time. So on my lunch, I played some uh, State of Decay 2 this week. And so that one is, again, it's a zombie kind of game. And uh, the thing I like doing there is you actually create your characters and uh, you start out with three characters. And what I actually did here is I made uh, uh, one of them is a comic book. So they have, a, you know, the name, they have their, what they did previously. So I pick a comic book dealer, you know, they have like uh larper and you know all these other a million other things but i you know i'm like i'm gonna make it more realistic so i have a comic book dealer because i'm gonna be a comic book dealer and then i have some like other uh so i have alexa's the comic book dealer she's extremely loyal she keeps hidden pouches i have lee a game designer and whitney a comic collector so you have three people and i'm in this town it's called meager valley it sounded similar to what i'm in here you know rolling farmlands you know you're in this uh, the zombie apocalypse, it starts, you ran out of gas, of course, and you're going to go look for gas, but they're like, hey, you know what, let's just maybe check this place out and stay here. So that's what I'm doing. I got my first base. I do some, done some quests. It's kind of like an RPG. So I'm leveling up my characters as I go. So like the first day, I didn't even get a car because I'm running and my agility goes up. So, you know, it's a kind of an RPG feeling or feelings to it. So uh, as you fight, as you do many different things, you're leveling up. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing some State of Decay 2. The only thing that one's missing to me is a good multiplayer. You can like help somebody if you go online. Like somebody could come to my world, I think, and help me. But we actually couldn't play together necessarily, and you know, build a base and do all that. So that's one thing missing there. So that's State of Decay 2. I, I was playing that on Steam, and then another one I had uh, played a while back, but uh, you know, kind of got away from. But now I started playing again. Is another my whole thing is survival apparently because this is called a cryofall way different graphics. It's very cartoony, but it's a very deep crafting system. You're doing survival. I'm doing PVP or PVE player versus environment just to start because there's too many people wearing like, you can do awesome crafting all the way to like mech suits. You mentioned mechs earlier. You can get like mech suits, but anyways, you can do all this crafting, build your base, do all this cool stuff. Uh, so I'm doing uh, player versus environment uh, there. I might do some PVP after a while. But uh, that's called Cryofall. And uh, then, again, of course, uh, you know, I'm playing three games. All three are uh, very similar. I also played uh, Subsistence, which uh, Subsistence isn't necessarily, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world, I don't believe. But it's uh, like you're out in the middle of these woods and you have to start out with nothing but a, a hatchet and like a gun with one bullet and some sort of thing for a light. And in this, it's not like zombies or anything. I just got the first day I got attacked by like a, a bear. Um, and then I forgot to pause once and I got attacked by like a coyote. Yeah. So I keep dying. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. That's another survival. It's really fun. Uh, you know, you're doing the chopping down trees and, you know, making different crafting, different things, making fish baskets, go fishing, you know, creating your base. And that one is a very fun, uh, very fun game, but also that's cool multiplayer. So uh, me and Alex, who's my brother-in-law, he'll hopefully be on here sometime. Uh, we were about to, we started playing it. Uh, I started playing a, a solo game myself. Uh, that's one I played during kind of the beginning of COVID. I played for the first few months. So I'm getting back to that. And so that's called a subsistence. So those are some of the Steam games I've been playing. 
Luke, you play yeah. any games? Well, me and me and my brother Tyler. So another shout out to Tyler. We played uh, NHL uh, online last night, and uh, we talked about this before. We did not lock our uh, our positions because it was just two of us. So I figured it, you know, it might work out, and we ended up going winning two out of five. So gotta lock your positions. I know, yeah, but we got our butts kicked the last game. I think it was, and this is embarrassing because I like to think I'm decent at NHL, um, but we lost like 11 to nothing or something. It was bad. Well, I'll just mention Alex again. If you, I'll know because he'll tell me, so I'll know if he actually listens to our episodes because once he texted me, he had uh, lost or was losing like 23 to 1. Yeah. In an online game once. So. There's, there's some good players on there that have more time, <laughs> more time than I do. Yeah, so another thing I'm just going to mention, you know what I'm getting excited about is I, I haven't bought, I didn't buy the last Madden, but everything I've been reading, the next Madden, the new franchise features and, you know, having scouts, it looks like you can actually have scouts and it gets much more in depth into the whole scouting and, and all of that. So I'm actually thinking I might check out Madden 22 this year. Well, yeah, Madden 21 was just pretty much a, an extension. I don't know why they just don't do the, what do they call them, DLCs or whatever and just pay five bucks to you know, go to the next the next season because they're essentially the same gameplay a lot. And then sometimes they'll update the scouting or they'll update the different modes so you can do like player mode or, you know, they've had coaches mode in the past, which no one played, I think. But anyways, Madden's you always know, the fun other thing I'm just going to throw in here because this is random randomness is, you know, I just read something that Vikings might be good this year. So, you know, everybody knows we're in Minnesota, but I, I know it happens every year, but hey, this could be the year. So getting pretty excited. I think we're like two weeks from this past Thursday was the, the will be the first, uh, the what do they call that, the Hall of Fame game for the NFL. Oh, is that already so coming up? Close. I suppose that's always in August, so. The other thing I wanted to talk about in our randomness area is just some, uh, just a little bit more TV. I watch some more Lucifer, which it's making me really want to read the comic books. I'm actually like uh, almost, I think, to season three of, five maybe and uh one thing i had to pass on to you luke is google uh lucifer you know from the show playing unforgiven from metallica luke's wearing metallica shirt both of our favorite bands i don't know if we've mentioned that but uh google lucifer playing uh unforgiven on piano I'll check I was that actually out. watching it. I actually had to stop and uh, stop it and uh, go show my son Wyatt, you know, who lo- loves music and also loves Metallica. And I actually had goosebumps listening to it. And then I actually Googled it. And if you go on YouTube, you can actually listen to the full version of it. And it was awesome. I thought so, you were going to say you had to was... stop it and cry for a little bit because it was so beautiful. But <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. But so we, you know, the other cool part is you meet some of his family and. Uh, again, in Lucifer, it's just so funny because, you know, he's the devil up in Los Angeles and, uh, you know, getting out all these crazy antics. The crazy thing is, though, he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He doesn't lie. He just, you know, he's, he just gets a bad rap. That's his whole thing in this show is his, his bad rap. And he's always, you know, when people will make a comment about the, you know, the devil and he'll say, yeah, or he'll agree or say no, you know, because he, he's the devil, but nobody believes him. Whenever he's talking, they're like, oh, this guy's a freaking lunatic. He thinks he's the devil, but. Uh, little they know, and we meet his mom and a couple of his brothers, and anyways, so yeah, I've been watching Lucifer. Luke, I think you were watching some. some uh, I was gonna say he so- yeah, TV. he sounds like a, a family man, that Lucifer, huh? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so I watched uh, Loki finally, and I finished. I think I talked about it. No, actually, probably when we screwed up our recording, I probably had only watched one already. But no, I finished Loki actually today when I was I was doing some drawing. Yeah, check out Loki; it's uh, pretty good. I don't know if you. I mean, if you liked WandaVision, it's that was like WandaVision was good as well. But yeah, Loki's good. It's uh follows Loki, who essentially is traveling time. And then there's, you know, it gets into all like the time travel mumbo jumbo, which I think is the second time I've said mumbo jumbo. So I'm not going to say that anymore because it's a dumb word. Anyways, episode title. <laughs> there we go. Uh, anyways, there's a bunch of different variants of Loki. And apparently one is killing a bunch of time cops. So see, now I can't remember if that was the episode we screwed up. But anyways, there's time cops in there. So shout out to Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, <laughs> which I think we did already. Anyways, he's listening to. Yeah, so. he is. So, yeah, check out Loki if you haven't. Um, but also, I was thinking we have to do like a section on re- redemption because I got to redeem myself for last episode. I was 
I said, you know, I was like, is Doctor Strange for Marvel or DC? <laughs> <laughs> and I obviously I know he's for Marvel. I was thinking of Doctor Fate, who has like that. He's he, kind of the same character, but he has a cool helmet on. So anyways, I was thinking of Doctor Fate as uh, I was saying Doctor Strange. So I probably sounded super dumb. So shout out to Tyler again. He made fun of me for saying that. He's like, I can't believe you didn't know that. And I was like, oh, I did. But I was thinking that. So anyways, we got to so every we re-recorded too because I messed up a couple times in our one that we, we got rid of. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we got rid of. So yeah, so we uh, so we've been watching some different shows. I I have a couple others I want to watch. Also, Wanda again. I didn't watch that. I feel like I should, but I don't know. It just isn't. <sighs> WandaVision and Loki. I, I recommend you check them out. They're good. Do you guys have uh, Disney Plus or not? Yes, we do. We have all of them, but we just watch like two of them. We have all the streaming services, but we, we but. Uh, the other thing I wanted, last thing I wanted to mention uh, is that, you know, we have a couple more different episodes coming up, hopefully at uh, local friendly game stores. I don't want to say which ones yet, but, you know, hopefully maybe next episode will be a local friendly game store. Well, and, I said uh, the name like five times this episode already, and I think you said a couple times, right? Yeah, one of them was, yeah, one of them we talked to was Grand City Comics. Another one is... Uh, uh in alexandria minnesota so they're local to us here in minnesota game stores but uh yeah a couple different uh ones that we'll hopefully be going to so that might be the next episode uh we also the next thing i want to mention is we're also i think i'm again i'm so lost in talk and episodes but uh we're gonna have some music i think soon and then from there you know who knows i think once we do that we're gonna try and go to bigger and better things with the podcast so lots of good things coming down the pike yeah, me and me and AJ, we haven't mentioned AJ yet, but we have every other. So AJ, we got to record the intro for this. You see, don't tell him now, too, because I just want to see, see if he, if he actually listens. like, hey, man, I just listened to the episode. Let's uh, record. And I'll be like, what, oh, what last, did I say? Oh, that's what I was going to say, the store update. So, you know, I mentioned I got, uh, man, I just, I've been just getting box after box after box. I had a whole shipment from Asmodee for board games. I think I have about... 35 or 40 different uh, board games. Uh, I'll have a selection at the store. I was able to get a bunch of magic cards, uh, Pokemon. So I do have a lot of booster packs. I have a uh, shout out to Darcy. You'll see if she ever listens to this because she's been helping me uh, putting together the, you know, the, the machines that where there's toys. I have all the toys and you know, there's 50 cents, 75 and 25 cents. So I have seven different uh uh, what do they call it? Like gumball machines, but with different toys and some different uh, DC type toys. That I was able to to get. That's all. Uh, by been, the way, that's all my kids will want to buy are out of those those stupid toy dispensers. Because like, oh, I was like, oh, I want wait. I want this one, but it's like, but you could just buy a toy you want that you'll know you'll get. But it's like those LOL dolls that my daughter yeah. gets. Like, she's like, I want that one. I was like, but you're not. You don't know what you're gonna get. So just buy what you want that you know is in there. I got a few things picked out that I thought actually I'm like, oh man, Miko is gonna like this uh because uh well Luke's son. He because uh, I have a bunch of different Pez candies and but anyways, I've been getting some Marvel ones, I got some Star Wars Pez candy, I got some Nintendo Pez candy. So I, anyways, yeah, lots of cool stuff getting delivered. The place is getting painted. I have to show it to my father in law Steve. He's been here several days painting the store. We're actually working on putting up some shelves. Hopefully getting everything set up in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's looking like mid-August will be the, the start. And then from there, kind of my hopes is actually with the podcast is to do maybe even some shorter, just uh, weekly solo episodes with, hey, this is what's going on. This, you know, it's been going on in the store this week. You know, I've seen some people playing. Here's what they're playing, whatever. Uh, we're getting close. We're getting close. So uh, hopefully within an episode or two, we'll be uh, opening the store. So that's just a quick store update. And also merch. I'm actually going to have merch one of these times to talk about for both the store and the pod, the podcast, which, you know, that'll be cool. So someday we have to have a website and, you know, it goes with the website, social media. Luke, is it Hobby Shop Talk Pod? Tell the listeners. So I think if you just type in Hobby Shop Talk, it'll show up in Instagram. But I think the full handle, is that what the kids call them, is uh, Hobby Shop <laughs> Talk Pod. But I could be and wrong. That's on- we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook now. We have one follower on Twitter, and I think it's my personal account. So go check us out on Twitter, and I'll start uh, putting some more stuff up on there. But we usually do Instagram, and then we'll make a Facebook one here one of these days because I know that will get us a, a bigger audience reach. So 
All right. All right. Yeah. So lots of lots of cool things happening. And yeah, this only took us uh, two tries to do episode six. It only took us about eight intros, but uh, I think uh, that's it for episode six of the Hobby Shop Talk podcast. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be having another one soon, whether it's at a, a one of our a local friendly game stores or not. We'll see. But uh with that, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to uh, get back to maybe reading a couple comic books. Yeah, I gotta go play hockey again here pretty soon. I got actually an hour to to get ready. So again, hockey in July. But anyways, uh, thanks everyone, and uh, I'll talk to you next time.